this is John Cloud Jones. This is Clay Thompson of the Golden State Warriors. Yo, it's your boy Buddy Hughes. This is Jazz the Kid Chisholm. And you? Logged on to 10th Year Seniors. In the 10th Year Seniors. 10th Year Seniors. You logged in with 10th Year Seniors. You dig? You know, every single time that I listen to the intro and I sit here and I hear the drop for the podcast, the first thought I have to myself is... How do we produce these crazy good people at this stuff? This ha- that has nothing to do. I probably should do a proper intro, but just now, just listening to that, I was thinking, Jesus Christ. You got talent. These people are really good from here. Speaking of which, we're going we're gonna to get to who we want to talk about with that kind of thing later. We're going to talk. We're, we're not going to avoid talking about DeAndre Ayton, but this is the accredited on the 10YS Podcast Network. We're both back in town. Me and John have had a busy summer. Mine is going to get... Even busier still, because we got the Little League World Series coming up. Kaizen's going to do a parent corner on that, so wait on that one. But we're here to talk about, first of all, starting the obvious place. John just returned from El Salvador with the national team. This was an interesting team because you had, I think this is probably one of the younger national teams, men's na- senior national teams that you've ever traveled with, that we've seen in this current generation i would say this was a pretty inexperienced team based on national Everything. team play standards you but, know what i mean but and going into it there was some kind of some kind of trepidation from the bbf maybe from people around basketball outside of the bbf circle but that team went out there and they i don't know why people well. were scared first of all um you were scared first of all me and Moses, shout out to us because we have to put it out there. We built this team. Can you tell me? Can you? We just we, admit we you built scared? this team and we knew we were going to win. Can you admit you were scared? The only thing I was scared about was <laughs> yes. oh yes was we for a country that we always have our bigs pause like we have a good amount of them. Yeah. Next thing you know, they were all just dropping out, dropping out, dropping out, dropping out. So we went with Sammy Hunter and Willis Mackey Jr. As pretty much our centers. So because of this, no, listen, there's nothing wrong with being scared. It's not being scared. We were confident, me and Moses, when we were putting this team together, because we became the general managers of this. I wish we could call Moses right now and ask him if he was scared. I have a story with me and Moses at, at halftime of game one okay. against Cuba. But no, I mean, we, we thought that we put together, especially with the young guards, we put together a really good team. And we thought that, we should be able to win this with the team that we're going regardless. Like we think that we're at a talent level where this would be a C squad, but we feel that the level that we have at C level is better than what the, the other countries would bring at the A level. So for people that don't know how, the, and I don't know how much of this you can actually share, but you talked about you guys putting the team together. There is all at any level of play, whether you're talking about youth sports all the way up to pro sports, right? Whenever you have a team selection process, there's always people that's going to have bullshit to say about it. There's always people that don't know all of the things that go behind the scenes. What were, give us some of, I guess, some of the stories that made you want to pull your hair up because it was that difficult just to put this team together. Oh, and sorry for full disclosure for the listeners. This was the pre-qualifiers for the 2023 World Cup. Yeah, so... The biggest thing is, it's always, where are these players located, first of all? Because at the end of the day, it comes down to money. The, the federation's always strapped for money, and you're just looking, okay, where's this person? Oh, crap, this person's in Europe. We've had, we had someone in Mark St. Ford in Japan that we were trying to get, but 
it's more of you're dealing with 20 people coming on this trip and I have to deal with all the paperwork for COVID tests. So you're literally running behind 20 people saying, I need your COVID test. I need your COVID test. I need your COVID test. And I should vaccinate. I ain't vaccinated. Man, don't get vaccinated. You know, that, that, that type of stuff. <laughs> so you, you just have to deal with so many moving parts. Then you have fever coming down at you. And it's like, we need this stuff yesterday. It's like, could you give us the handbook before you start demanding these things? Like, y'all need to be more organized. Like, we're as organized as we can be. I don't think, I, we keep telling FIBA, we're not full-time. We don't get paid. I think we pull more hair out dealing with FIBA stuff than dealing with the actual local stuff. But getting COVID tests from 18 different people is just a pain. That's the logistical part after everything has been sorted out and you decided who's going. But, so, but are you telling me that a lot of the selection process, it, and I think people don't know this, but... It's availability, and that and that often comes from the players themselves. Like yeah. when you see these lists come out, and you wonder why someone's not there. Well, you don't know that they just haven't made themselves available for whatever reason. I'm not, a lot of the time there are great reasons behind it. Yeah, they just can't be there. Dwight and Kadeem were coming off uh, rehab and coming off injuries, so it's like you lose those two out the time. David Nesbitt just had a baby, so you lose that. Shaquilio um, tweaked his knee out two months. So it's like, there's so many players, Tavario, family vacation, and every Bahamian could relate to it. This is the time of the year when people go on their family trips. My family trips are all centered around youth baseball now. Yeah, so that's well, all it is. Well, now you could relate to it saying, I'm not going on this trip because I want to spend time with my family because I've been away for 10 months. Right. So we're not trying to, f- we're not going to go to the players and say, oh, you better come or blah, blah, blah. It's just like. If they say they can't make it, they can't make it. Yeah, I mean, it's, what, you're not you're not uh, the B three A's. Yeah, it's it's the <laughs> it's the end of the story. But what we were doing was, like I said, we we had a list of like thirty players, and literally it was just off. Yeah, off, off. Then we got to the point where it was like, and this is this is all true stories of the struggles that we go through. We say, crap, can we get Sammy? All misreleased, uh, pressed. Uh, release saying that um, someone Rodriguez, whatever his first name is, was selected to go to the training camp for Panama. When we saw that, we were just like, yes, let's go try and get Sammy right now. And and Kermit released Sammy. Um, Franco. And then that's that gave you guys the idea. Let's just go after the college guy. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, our biggest weakness was going to be guard. Nato wasn't coming. Um, LJ can't come because of the FIBA rules with the asterisks. So all of a sudden it was just like, all right. Let's go get Franco. Which seems like a crazy thing to say for a Bahamian national team. Our biggest worry is guards. Yeah. Because that's never that's the never, worry. That's never the issue. Um, Rashad Davis couldn't make it because of personal reasons. So it's like, that's someone we were expecting to come in. And hopefully November comes. He's going to fill a big role. But Travis just came off vacation. You could tell with that with the first three quarters against Cuba. Like he we're literally, get to that. He literally just came off vacation. So Like the day before? <laughs> we said, I, I, I made my Freeport calls and I said, is Franco interested in playing? Within like two hours, yeah, he wants to play. And Franco actually did the leg work himself and called his coach and said, the national team wants me to play. And the coach said, once they submit the letter, we'll release you. That was one. And then the other one was Garvin Clark. A lot of people don't know about Garvin Clark. Like, they should. Th- they should know about him, but a lot of people don't know about it because he's been in the States for so long. Right. That was one where me and Moses were like, Garvin has to be on the team. Garvin has to be on the team. I mean, we would like that with Franco, too. Garvin has to. And 
a lot of people were questioning, like, no, we don't know who he is. We don't know what type of player he All is. All you need to know is that he plays D1 he basketball. He plays D1 basketball, like, yes. What else is there to know? So we're there like, yeah, he has to be on the team. Moses um, worked him out over the summer before, and Moses was like, he has to be on the team. So me and Moses, we literally fought for them. We got Jonathan McFall because at that point, he's a defensive player of the year. He's still young and raw, but it brings... Like I said, we brought youth to the team that now if they come back to a national team, they're used to it. Speaking of McFall, did, has he made a decision yet? Where is he going? Yeah, Slippery Slope University okay, something like that. Yeah. Sorry. It's, it's another I, D2 school in Pittsburgh. Sorry, that was, that was work-related. Yeah. I, I was always looking and in, interested to see where he was going to end up once he decided to enter. The yeah, no, he portal. needs to gain like 15 pounds, and then he'll be – because like I said, he's still, he's still raw – um, Kemsey was one that was a, a hassle to get because Kemsey, with the eligibility rules for FIBA, because he was born to Haitian parents here, FIBA tried to tell us he couldn't be a bit full. Like, they give you asterisks. He would be considered a naturalized citizen, mm-hmm. but we were able to fight that and get that because he lived here his whole life and played back. It, it doesn't make any sense sometimes. They're, they're so arbitrary with the rules that they that they do, and I feel like they just hammer the Bahamas more than any other country maybe us in the philippines are the are the biggest ones i don't understand why because what how we are completely inconsequential to fiba in the big picture right like there's no reason to give the bahamas this extra kind of hassle maybe it's just the kind of oversight that people do to to flex on the smaller countries because you know the superpowers don't get this no of course not puerto rico doesn't even get it from what i heard shabazz napier just got his passport like a week before the tournament yeah um, apparently there was another kid who plays for Puerto Rico, who went to West Virginia, got his passport after 16. So, and they both played on the roster. And technically speaking, you can't because you can't do it, hmm. but they're able to go figure because they're U.S. kinda. Yeah. The ter- territories have different rules. U.S. kinda. All right. So all of that got started out of the way. There was a team that you put. Oh, one together. more player. Oh, Romad. Oh, yeah. how can the, I forget the, about the, that? The youth movement with Romad because Romad was... Literally, Romad was the last... It was a Hail Mary, because we said, man, we need someone with size. Um, pause. Um, <laughs> and he's only 6'7". So yeah, that's, he's 6'7". That's but, not but you still need someone of his caliber, and, and he was picked a team. Man, I was going on Instagram messaging people, saying, hey... This, this yeah. is the first national team put together based off social media. Yeah, no, but I, was, I messaged people asking for the passport, birth certificate, if they're willing to play. Some people ignored me, so... Um, Unfortunately, if you want to ignore us, then you ain't gonna make. No- this was your chance to make a national team. I don't think it's happening anymore. Oh. I'm just being blunt. <laughs> like <laughs> you know that, and, and the, the hate not, is always no, strong no, no, no. With that shit. Dog. But 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 it's like, not petty politics. It's like this is the time where a lot of play, like uh, Adam Johnson, for example. He we wanted him to come, but then he said he had some knee problems. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. The window's coming up. It's gonna be tough for him to make a team. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, a, a lot of a lot of succeeding in sports is what you do with the opportunity that you get, but you got to first take those opportunities. Like we're going to jump ahead and just just thinking off the top of my head, right when I say that, I think about campaign because everybody was talking about how he had to go to China last year and he had to play in the G League, but when the opportunity came to play for Phoenix in the bubble, Phoenix wasn't a team that was going to make the playoffs, but he just had the chance. Balled out, and now look where he is because yeah. he took that opportunity when it was there. You got to take it no matter what it is. You got to take that shot because you just 
Never know. You, yeah, you don't know. Look at and and the prime example I would say is not that Nato took a shot, but when he played in Belize, that rose his stock. Yeah, because you gotta understand, even Romad, Romad maybe not had didn't have the best tournament, didn't put up the numbers that he's used to, but. He's playing grown men now. He's playing professionals. He's gonna be all right. It, no, out of anybody no, on no, the no. roster, I, we I know understand he's that. Be but I'm just saying, coaches would look at that and just yeah. be like, "Man, he put up eight points against pros, and he, God, well, it's when wild. are we when are we going to get into the specifics right, of right, the trip? Right after we get there. But <laughs> but that's part of the reason why these college coaches would be so ready to let these players go because I mean, what they're gonna be back at the facility, maybe working out, or you have no idea what they're gonna be doing home. That, as opposed to playing, like you say, against grown men at the international level where you know they're putting in work at competition above what they're going to face, hell yeah, si- sign this dude up for that so he can come back to my program better. Yeah. Let's get to the actual trip. So you keep insisting that you weren't scared. I know for a fact that that was a lie, but I'm, we can let that ride. Game one. I don't know who you spoke to, but it's not true. Game one. You had to be scared. Because <laughs> all right, no, no, no. We got to go before game one because the whole thing is this trip, this was the craziest trip I've ever been on Why for a national team. Well, first of all, it took us seven hours to get to Miami from Nassau. Bombs, huh? No, American. There was bad weather. We were stuck in the Ooh. plane the whole time. But the flight for Belize kept getting delayed, delayed, delayed. So we were able to make the flight. We, we ended up leaving Miami 1 a.m. to go to Belize. We get to Belize at 1 a.m. because it's a two-hour time difference, uh, two-hour flight, whatever it is. We get there, our luggage doesn't show up. Nice. So it's like... Oh, that's just, that's when you were telling me you had to go get luggage. And yeah. You were the so only person our luggage didn't it. show up. So four... And, and I upgraded my ticket to business class. And I was just like, how the hell my luggage ain't come? I got priority on the damn thing. Don't Anyways, matter. don't matter. Apparently, Belize... Not Belize. So El Salvador is the number one country for not taking a suggest because <laughs> that that is according to not bringing this suitcase no, no 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 this is because when i got there literally there was just hundreds of suitcases lined up of just like i'm just like bro what is wrong with this how many of those suitcases had kilos of cocaine uh i don't think any because there was sniffing dogs like trust me it's third world there so three yeah at least okay so anyways our suitcases don't come so it's like all right cool so we get to the hotel. After. Not cool. No, no, no. <laughs> no. At this point, you, 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 we're just happy to be there because it took so damn long. It took like 12 hours to get to El Salvador. Jesus Christ. The bus ride was an hour, right? And I keep thinking in the back of my head, this ain't the safest country it in really the world. I was, <laughs> it is the most dangerous country in our side of the world. Like, let's just put it that way. Like, and we're driving at 2 in the morning, and all I'm thinking is we got six of us in here. A couple of people had their suitcases because they came on an earlier flight from Nassau. And it's just like, man, the MS-13 came. We're screwed. You know what? You know what I was thinking about? Which soccer team was it? Did someone get robbed in Haiti or something like that? El Salvador, I think it was. Insane. So, like, yeah. the, all of that was running or through Honduras. your mind. Or Honduras. I don't know what it is. But anyways, it's one of those countries. So, we, got, we get to the hotel, right? It's 3 a.m. And then it was, like, COVID test at 7 a.m. in the morning. It's like, great. I've taken 7 million COVID tests. I'm vaccinated. They didn't want to take my vaccination for AstraZeneca. Because AstraZeneca yeah, ain't a wave? Yeah, because apparently, like, CDC says, and then I had to show them, no, CDC says it's acceptable, so there you go. And then they said, oh, oh, because El Salvador was like, nah, shut the fuck up. Like, y'all wrong. But, of course, don't say that to actual El Salvadorians because violence. Yeah. 
No, no, these these were the American ones. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah you can so say that. To I can say what. Yeah, shut exactly. Up like, man, this is stupid. Like, I'm like, is this tournament in El Salvador or the US, USA? You need to let me know where we're playing. You don't run everywhere, Americans. Yeah, you run here. So, so let that we run. we take the COVID test at seven a.m. and everyone's on quarantine except me, Chris DeMarco, Mikhail McLean, Cantwan Smith, and Garvin Clark. So we're the only five who are not on quarantine. When are we getting the results back? Twenty four hours. It's like, y'all holding a tournament and y'all can't get results quicker than that? Like, a turnaround time of five hours or something? Like, that makes no sense. So, anyways. I got PCR results in less than four hours. Yeah. So, anyways. In Orlando. It makes no sense whatsoever. So, anyways, we're looking at our practice time. Practice time is at 5 p.m. Guess what? No practice. Because (laughs) everyone's on quarantine. So, it was. So, we we went to the FIBA people and we said, well could we at least take the players who can go yeah. to shoot? Yeah, cool. So it was me, DeMarco, McLean, Cantuan, Garvin, and the, the the physio we had to hire from there. So literally it's just the six of us in the gym rebounding and letting them shoot. They, they're getting personal workouts, which is a good thing. At any point, at any point in this trip, uh, did anyone in the BBF think, shit, might Mikhail have to switch from being a coach to actually playing? Because, me. Because me. no one's going to be able me. to play. I was like, yo. I was like, okay, you ready to play? He's like, man, my knees ain't no good. I was like, yeah, you ready to play though, right? <laughs> like, we don't, we don't have a choice at this Yeah, point, you're like right? six foot eight. You could do something. <laughs> like, that, that, I, I had that mindset. I was, I was saying that to him. But anyway, so we sh- shoot around. There's no AC in the gym. So AF. Yeah. Maybe a little worse. Whew. Yeah, because the thing with AF, at least you got the little holes by the rim uh, that, yeah. that come through. This is just like a giant stadium, and the cross breeze just hits the top. So it doesn't even get to the court. It, it, it was, man, I got there, and I was drenched. So we get back to the, the hotel. Everyone's still stuck in quarantine. They're giving us meals out of styrofoam stuff. Uh, come on, El Salvador, get with the times. We need to get rid of styrofoam products. Needs to be um great, great of you to be environmentally conscious yeah, in this time. Exactly. So, next thing you know, the morning comes. Dun, 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 dun. Every team is cleared except Bahamas. the Bahamas. Cuba cleared. It's the most, Costa Rica. It's cleared. the most Bahamas thing ever. El Salvador cleared. So we're like, when are we getting our results back? It's been twenty four hours. Oh, it's twenty four to thirty six hours. It was like, oh, now you add the thirty six. Cool. So we said, Travis was coming in that day. Kimsey was coming in, and who else was coming in? I don't know. Some other person was coming in, too. Franco, because Franco, Franco forgot his passport. That, that's a funny story. Franco forgot his passport. He's like, but you want to need my passport? I'm like, yes, you need your passport. He left it in Fort Myers. So we had to go drive to Fort Myers and pick it back up. Thankfully, he did that because yes. we needed that. Without <laughs> that, we don't beat Cuba. <laughs> yeah. But go ahead. So... It's like, so we had to pay a private lab to get their tests, right? Literally, we got their results before they, we got ours. And it was just like, so now they're cleared and we're still waiting. We finally got cleared. One practice. One two-hour practice before the game. I just want to... With seven new players. I just want to put a pin in this story right here. And we're going we're gonna to continue, but... When you see things happen on the court, and not just for this game, but I want you to think about this in general when you watch sports. Shit, you could take it outside of sports and put it into anything else in life, right? 
you have no idea about all the bullshit that's going on behind the scenes when you're watching that product on the floor. So you're watching this thinking, how the hell is the Bahamas down by 19 points to Cuba? How is this happening? Listen to everything that John just said. That is how that happened. Clearly, that's how this happened. One practice. Literally, we get there, right? It was supposed to be photo day. Of course, our, we switched practice. Costa Rica was grateful enough to let us switch their practice. Thank from, you, Costa Rica. From 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. If not, we wouldn't have had practice. We would, have, we would have had zero practices. And look how we repaid them by busting the ass. Yeah. Well, we knew that was going to happen anyways. And they did too. That's yeah. why they didn't care. So <laughs> really changing. The whole thing is we get there. Then they're like, oh, we got to take photos. So, oh, we don't have the uniforms. Cool. So, Crippy has to go back to the hotel to get the uniforms. We're on the court. We're practicing. They come to us a half hour before practice is done. Y'all need to get off the court to um, to take pictures. And I turned to them and said, hell to the no, we ain't getting off the court. I need to talk to the coach. He's like, you need to talk to nobody. You could just go walk there and when we're done, we'll, we'll come out. Flexing. Yeah, no, because at that point, you're literally taking our only practice and cutting it 25%. I feel like these are the points where DeMarco should be storming around saying stuff like, DeMar- I coach for the world champion yeah. Golden State DeMarco Warriors. don't have time to do that because he's trying to coach seven new players the yeah. system. We're trying to, to, to run undersized players as a center. Anyways, so they finally gave up and they were just like, yeah, whatever. It is what it is. We took the pictures. We did all that crap. Water under the bridge after that. And it's like, all right, it's game day. It's just like, and it's game day. And right away you get Cuba. And you get Cuba, of course, because we've always said, like, regardless of how, and, and people need to understand, this is my theory of how they select the pools. Just like in FIFA, FIBA knows they're, like, weighted or they have, like, a little, you know, okay, this one has a little yeah, yeah, texture yeah. to it. We're going to pick this one. There's, there's, there's always we some said, kind of extra yeah. drama that they put in. We said it. from the beginning, they are going to let us play Cuba. First, regardless of the situation. If we are ever anywhere near USVI, we play in USVI. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, just yeah. That's just what it is. So, Walter Hodge, boy, he loved beating us. He does, he does. <laughs> it's his favorite thing to do. Um, but anyways, so we're like, all right, Cuba. So, my favorite part of the Cuba thing is um, Rivero, who absolutely destroyed us. He really did. Destroyed us. This was the, um, in some of our coaches' meetings. Did anyone defect from Cuba? Uh, technically, one. Nice. But... He didn't really defect. He just said, hi, I ain't going there no more. He got to Spain. And he was like, yeah, I'm not leaving anymore. I'm going to stay here and whatever. Yeah. Cuba has seven people on their roster. Seven. Wait, what? Seven people. What? Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> in a pregame, like coaches meetings before we even left the country, there was a coach. I'm not going to name him. And he was like, oh, Revere was probably out of shape and blah, 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 because he just had a baby. Um. So did Aiton. Yeah. He's doing pretty well. Yeah, so I, anyway, I don't know. He's like, all I see on the Instagram is him eating food with his wife and blah, blah, blah. Those Man, Instagram is just highlights. DeMarco came and he said, I'm never listening to them again. That was the worst piece of scouting advice I ever heard in my Wait, life. No, I need to unpack this. How the hell does that mean someone's not working out because they just had a baby? You know the man doesn't actually have the baby. Yeah, right? no, I know. But it was just funny because it was like literally. There was the game plan was for Guzman and the lefty guard, right? Right. Because Guzman's a, a beast, but bro, we had no size whatsoever against yeah. them. He just bullied us to pieces. It took us one practice and three quarters to figure it out. But at halftime, so we're you know we're down by what twenty at halftime, something like that. It, it, it was bad. We're down by a lot. 
I didn't even bother going to the locker room because I was, you know, sometimes you just like, you know what, effort I ain't going to the locker room. This is how I know it's really bad because you have, <laughs> there's a standard John phrase that we know John always sends us <laughs> during these games. He didn't even send that. Like, he was, <laughs> it was just radio silence. He didn't say anything. That's, That's how bad so, it was. But I saw Moses at halftime and I look up at Moses and I saw the players walking out of the locker room and I said, Moses, we go win this game, you know. And this is real. This isn't no fake. And Moses... Were you saying this because they had seven dudes? No, 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 no. I, I feel like the way they came out the locker room... So this was a, this was a body language thing. Yeah. This, <laughs> because, yo, you down by 20, you expect to, like, mope and whatever. But no, yeah. and then Moses comes and look, he's like, no, nah, I, I think we win this game. And I'm like, yeah, no. It was... It's a funny feeling because... I, I wish we had the Kentucky fraud chickens because I'm calling bullshit on no, both of you. No, 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 no. It, 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 I've been around a lot of Bombers basketball. Yeah. I've been around a lot... And there's a feeling you get when you know you're going to lose, a.k.a. the Puerto Rico games. I have sent messages yes. saying, yes. even when we're up, it ain't looking good. we're losing this game. Right. This was one game where it was just like... Okay, so what other than, other than body language, right? And could, because I don't know how much stock I place in, into uh, body, language? Okay. body language interpretation. But what made you think... We are going to have a 20-point turnaround at some point. I have no idea. It was just... I, <laughs> we're undersized. I, we barely, we're getting killed. We, we barely getting, practice. Yeah. Um, we're missing shots. We were the last team to get cleared. Like, nobody seems actually I, it was ready just, for this. It was just funny. It was just a feeling. It Our was, best player just came off vacation. Yeah. It, was, it was just a feeling. I don't know. But I also did stop taking pictures because I went to them and said, y'all too dead for me to take pictures <laughs> for y'all now. Also happened to me on Kaizen Game Trip. Yeah, and I was just like, I ain't taking no more pictures. So all of a sudden now, you have the coaching staff. And if you look at the video, I'm in the back like this. Yes. And I'm just chilling. Like, and that's why I feel like, like, I wasn't even intense, like, nervous. Like, I was just chilling back there with my hands on the back. I was talking to Franco, and you're welcome, Franco, for telling you how to play. But mm. I was just like, this is, is this how you told... How you take credit for Jazz in that first home run because yep. you said, but yep. he hit a home no, run. No, no, but I was I, I really stuck with the young players because the young players were sitting towards the end of the bench or whatever, and I was telling them, even the McFalls, the Kemsies, Franco, Sammy, is like, you guys got to make the referees make these calls because Cuba's going to the basket and they're just blowing a whistle when you breathe on them. I said, take the onus and make the referees call it. So all of a sudden, they saw Socialist basketball. Yeah, they, communist not socialist. They started driving the basketball. Calls started going our way. All of a sudden, the lead is 15. 10. Then all of uh, We're down by six. With, with, or five with, what, 30 seconds? And I look and I said, hmm, we go win this game. 88 to 80 with, I think it was less than two minutes left to play. Still down by eight at this point. Yeah. But everybody, everybody's still on this wave that the run is going to keep going. Yeah. Because they ended the game on a 9-0 run, which is crazy. Which is super not Bahamas basketball. No. Like we e even in games we win. Yeah, we don't even do that. But what what happened was they got the ball, they, we got the basket. Boom. Cantuan hits the two free throws, not the basket. It was the foul on Guzman. Then they come down the court. There was 12 seconds left or whatever. Up, oh, out of bounds. Okay, inbound Paul Guzman. Thank you for not knowing where the hell you are on the court. Thanks, Guzman. Pivots back. You see, if you look at the game, I just I said, oh, I got to go. So I walked to the other side of the court because at that point, 
I knew we were winning. And this is how this is how we got the exclusive video of Franco <laughs> making the game murder. This is a story that John yeah. is about to tell. So Guzman, uh, shout out to one of our favorite actors, Juan Guzman. It's probably related to him somehow. Yeah. Guzman gets to turn over, and that puts us in position for Franco's heroics. Yeah, so all of a sudden I see, da, 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 walk down. I'm sitting next to a Cuban person. Bam. Start videoing. The f- favorite part of the story is, I didn't realize what was going on till after because I was just recording it. Franco makes the Euro step, bam. I was just like, oh, man. And then I'm thinking in the back of my head, man, he needs to miss this free throw. Chris DeMarco was thinking the same thing and was going to call him because he said the same thing. He said, I was going to tell him to miss it. You couldn't miss a free throw better than he missed it because that just it was such a good that miss. just rolled it off was the, the perfect rim. miss. The, the, the Cuban defender thought the ball was going to hit the rim and come off. Travis really sneak in past the Garvin. And then that's it. But after the end of the game, I'm talking to Franco, and, and this is we're eating pizza, and he's just like, bro, I passed the ball to Travis, and I would have bet my life I would have never got that ball back. <laughs> like, everyone, then I said, oh, crap, he passed it to Travis. And I watched the video, I said, oh, he passed it back? Like, damn. Y'all don't respect Travis Munnix. No, 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 it's respected, but usually I know, I know. Travis is the one who's going to take the last shot. That's that's who we expected. We expected Travis to take the last shot. But that shows you how the kind of confidence he's got in Franco. Though. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's what NBA analysts and what you hear every talking head say on TV now. That's, quote, unquote, playing the game the right way. Because he went for the play that was available. Not, well, he got double teamed immediately. I'm, exactly. Not, I'm going to force this shot yeah. up. But you could see the way that he's been playing, and if you look at his numbers, especially his assist numbers from the last season, yeah, you could see he he's turned into much more of a playmaker than just somebody that's going to score and rebound. Well, his first half was terrible. He had three points. Vacation. Yeah, vacation, Travis. It took him three quarters, uh, practice and three quarters to get out. Vacation, vacation. And he was like, vacation. man, this is the first time I'm touching the rock in three weeks. Like, we didn't really want to hear that. But I, I mean, vacation, it, dog. Yeah, it is what it is. But yeah, Franco made the shot. We won the game, and... To me, that was just... That, that was it. That set the tone of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. all of a sudden... Because I'm looking at the FIBA people, just just me by myself, they don't know this. I'm looking at them like, hm, y'all stuck with us for another World Cup qualifier. You, you really have... You have like an adversarial relationship with FIBA. They're cool and everything, but at the same time, they could be annoying. Yeah. Like, it's just... That's just how it is. We're a small country. We don't have full-time people. Like, I got to do my job. They'll be messaging me and it's like, well, if you want to pay me... I'll stop doing what I'm doing and, and whatever. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. But, yeah, I'm looking and I'm like, all right, this was the game we needed. Now we only need one. Because if we lost that game, my fear was the team was so young, it might have spiraled out of control. Yeah, because then El Salvador would have been a must win. Both would have been must wins. Well, Costa Rica. And I, w- I was counting Costa Rica as a, you could chalk Yeah, no, but anyway. at the same time, but you don't, still, you don't yeah. know what, yeah, yeah, what yeah. it is. That's fair. But then, yeah, I guess like Cuba had seven players. Apparently, one of the players was in COVID protocols because they came late or whatever, thankfully, because nice. he was a 6'10 guy. Ooh. Yeah. I, to this day, if that Cuban guy played, we lose. Woo. COVID protocol <laughs> saves the day. <laughs> we, we, Finally, we, for, the, for the first time, almost screwed the Suns. But way to save the day, COVID protocol. Man. That's the story you lead with. 6'10 guy couldn't play. Yeah. That's how we get the final rebound. That's how we get it, yeah. But I mean, also the perfect miss. Yeah, but six ten guy probably gets it anyway. And then Travis, because he's six ten. You can't doubt Travis. I was surprised Vacation. Cuba didn't try to foul. Vacation, Travis. Garvin got the ball and just ran like a crazy man. I was like, good job. I think they were just so stunned to blow a twenty point lead, though. 
Because yeah. that kind of thing, you get oh, I've been around that, that before. Of, yeah, you get shell with, shock from that too. In Central Basket against Mesco, we was up twenty two with Aiden, and oh, we lost that game. And that was a game where it was just like, crap, we could lose this game. Wait, you wanna you wanna tell what's the dude what's the dude's name? You wanna tell Rankin that Aiden played for the national team already? And oh, that, I already told he, him that. that he's but apparently in. he's got inside sources saying that um I have inside sources too. Um Bahamas Basketball Federation and we will not release him. <laughs> There's your source. Right? I mean, if if you, you could print that all over where you want to, it ain't happening. I don't care what sources you have, what ex- what extraordinary circumstances there are. There's no gaudy chain that he wears with the American flag in it. Exactly. It's only one gaudy chain that he wears with a flag in it. It's ours. Yeah, that's a big chain. It's a big chain. It's a huge chain. They asked him about it on uh, Inside the NBA the other night. He Dude. said it weighed a key, both of them, weighed a kilo. <laughs> and my first thought was, why'd you measure it in a kilo? Yeah, well, why'd you measure it? Why'd you say that? Like, it weighs, why, it weighs why, 24 ounces. Like, it could have been something like that. Just, just, just say anything other than a kilo at that point. Like, you're already from the Bahamas. You know the stigma people have attached to the Caribbean. Just don't say it weighs a kilo. But anyway, all right. So moving on, spirits have to be high-headed into the Costa Rica game. I know DeMarco's not going to let them think that this is a walkover, but that was a pretty balanced effort like nobody really had to overextend themselves and be the star oh, yeah, no, the of that costa rica game minutes were were spread yeah. um which is which is the we, perfect thing that you and want the thing is we at this level that's what you want yeah you you want to have like 20 minute games 25 max but yeah we like i said after the cuba game i keep saying it we expected to win every game like it, you're not going into a tournament saying except when you're playing usa like ah you know, we're playing USA. I glided over for like, but for like two minutes in the USA game, we was like, hmm. Man, we was up at the beginning. Might be and one. And then we, then we made a comeback. Yeah, might be one of the, We've all seen it happen in the NCAA tournament. Might be one of them games. I'm just saying. It might wasn't, be. It wasn't. It though. wasn't. It wasn't at all. It was but yeah, no, we went into the Costa Rica game, 45 minutes shoot around, whatever. Like, this is the thing I hate the most about lack of practices. Your shoot around period becomes a practice. So it's like you got these guys running sets, doing this, doing that. And it's just like, damn, it's a lot of freaking work. Yeah. And it's like 45 minutes to try to absorb all this. It ain't going to happen. And that's why you need seasoned players, pros, college players. Because it gets confusing. It, it ain't what they're used to. But yeah, no, we went to Costa Rica. From from what I heard, Costa Rica went to DeMarco after and said, yeah, you guys had more talent. And that was it. I, okay. Yeah, uh, and which, then, I th- which we started laughing, like, yeah, just more talent. That, that's what it is. That, that's cool. That's what it is. Then we go into the, the final game. What was the mindset headed into the final game? Because by then... I re- honestly didn't care. Yeah, because you already wrapped I, it up for the I qualifier. Didn't, I didn't care. I, Bahamas was already through. You know you're going to play in November because of those two games you already won. But El Salvador was just... I think the reason why I think that was big is for because for those younger players... Just for them to get that confidence boost that we ran through this thing 3-0. and Yeah, no, and that's the whole thing. You want to go 3-0. and DeMarco wanted to go 3 We all wanted to go 3-0. and But at a personal level, me? You, you was checked out. I was checked out. Like took, my, I bet you took the most pictures that game. No. Oh, yeah? No, no. Probably Costa Rica. Yeah, Costa Rica. Yeah, because the that, game was in that hand. Was but the whole thing is it's my body started to break down because, you know, we did all this work before. Yeah. So all of a sudden, I'm getting a cold. Not COVID, I, I the colds. Please clarify. Yeah, I took a COVID test. Many. I was straight. Many okay. of them, yeah. All right, cool. But anyways. AstraZeneca. Exactly. But anyways, it's just like after the game of the course week game, I see Moses in the hotel and I say, Moses, I'm done. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> it is 9 p.m. So like my bedtime. Yeah, it was 9 p.m. 
Like, it might have been 8 p.m. I don't know. And everyone was just like, yo, you ain't trying to, 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 to stay up and play 2K? It's like, I'm going to sleep. And I woke up, and I was just like, stuffy nose, just body breakdown. Like, I got hit by 10 trucks. Ready to go. Ready to go. Yeah, if if you told me the flight was that day, I was gone. Gone. <laughs> I was gone. Like, I wouldn't, uh, I need to be here no more. I gone. But yeah, no, we get to the El Salvador game. I had to get like some sinus medicine to clear up my sinuses or whatever. And then in this environment, you're not even allowed to have a cold anymore because yeah. everyone's mind just goes straight yeah, to Yeah, you're not allowed. You but, can't have a cold. But yeah, it's just like, literally, it's like, we took a COVID test, came back negative. I was like, yeah, I'm good. Like, I just got to get back to the US. But literally, it was just your body breaking down of all the work. Like, I don't think they realized that. Like, the amount of work I did before going to this damn tournament and then... There's no AC in the gym. I could tell that this, you know what? This no AC being in the gym, that is as big of a factor to you as the place that served the horrible breakfast with the bad. Oh, bacon. breakfast was bad at, at this place. This like, is always this is always man, they, his number one. They had pan- okay, so they had pancakes, right? The first day. He cares about this more than the, the game. There's a pancake, and I'm, no, I'm like, oh yeah, we got pancakes. This so is his wheelhouse. I'm dipping. It's it, not the game. I'm dipping it in the syrup, right? Guess what? It's honey. It's not even syrup. That's better. It, no, 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 no. When you're expecting to have syrup, I still ate it. Don't get me wrong. You're talking to a person that yeah. willfully chooses honey over yeah. syrup. So but I'm it's just not saying, a big deal to me. Yeah, it's not a big deal to you. You would have been surprised. You would have been like, oh, cool, honey. I would have been ecstatic. I was expecting the sugary rush of syrup. You can get that with but honey. But one thing I could tell you is, from my knowledge with like Spanish-speaking countries, the syrup isn't as good as... like. America syrup. Mm. I feel like we need further intel on this. Yeah, no, it's just different. It just tastes different. Like it's like Fanta soda. Fanta soda here tastes different than when you go to the states. It does. So it's just it's just different things, different stuff they use to make it. Yes, it's either here or there. But El Salvador game. Boy, El Salvador crowd was in it though. It didn't matter because you beat them. What was their record? It does. It's zero and three. They lose every. They had one player that retired um, after During the game. During the game? No, after the game. Like, I was about to say, did he pull a Vontae Davis? <laughs> it was his last game of the of, of his national so, team career. So that's why they were into it then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. They, that's so it, it had to be something because if they're 0-3, it, it had to be something. But my favorite part of the game is, well, first of all, Garvin played a hell of a game that he game. Did. He had 18 points. But Akron was so happy to share that yeah. post set. But the thing is, the funny, they had the last possession. And it's just like, why is... Garvin's shooting the three-pointer at the end of the game. And then at the end, he's like, man, I shouldn't have shot that. That messed up my three-point percentage. Yeah. I was like, should have thought about that before. Because the whole thing is people have this misconception that because FIBA basketball, you have to score more points to go higher in the rankings. It's like, in all honesty, us winning these three games do not help us in the rankings mm-hmm. because we beat all lower-ranked teams. Yeah. Um, like, when we beat Mexico, we went up, like, 10 spots. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the only way you could really... It doesn't matter. You could go 3-0. and You could beat all these crappy teams. The points so only it. matter if you're talking about a tiebreaker for that specific tournament, yeah. though. And we had the tiebreaks because yeah. head-to-head is the first tiebreak. Right. So we had the tiebreak against the, the, the two main teams who had wins. And didn't it's just matter. like, yeah, yeah. it's just like, I don't care. I want to go home. Um, we didn't go to sleep that night because we had to leave at 2 in the morning. So if I went to sleep, I was missing my flight. So for the average person that does not know, they need to be updated. What is the next step now for Bahamas basketball? We are now awaiting the draw 
Well, first, um, there's another pre-qualifiers in Chile with some South American teams in Nicaragua. Top two teams join us. In, so there's 14 teams right now. Right. So the next two teams will join us. Then next month, they should have the World Cup qualifying draw. So for people to know, we're either going to be pooled with USA or Canada. Jesus Christ. Right? Dominican Republic or Mexico. I'll take that one. USVI or Puerto Rico. Oh, no. Give me that one. No, no, no. But these are like those are three teams. It's, it's either or, but those are the six teams that we could be in a pool with. We're not yeah. going to be with Cuba. We might hit Panama. Who knows? Usually not. But it could be a same America Cup thing. Mexico, Puerto Rico, USA. Or it could be like how we had a Dominican Republic, Canada, USVI. We hope we could get USVI because I feel that like we're getting deeper than USVI. And if you get two wins, the summer window comes. And guess what? You could maybe get NBA players. You, get, you maybe get NBA players. Because that was going to be my next question. Because any... Literally any Bahamas basketball conversation starts with the question, when do we get all the guys? Because this, I think this is just the thing that people want to see. More than anything else, people just want to see what it looks like if you have Buddy and if you have Aiton on the court at the same time. And Kai. Like, yeah, and then Kai, by then Kai Jones is going to be in the NBA. You get three NBA players on the court, fill in the blanks with whatever else you need to around that. But you just want to have a tournament where, because we've never had all of our best guys at one. At and one and even when you go best, you talk about Travis, Kadeem, Dwight Cole. Yeah, that's what I mean. Straight like, up and down, like beyond, beyond the NBA players, but your literal 12 yeah, best guys. You, and we're looking at that at next summer because the way it works is November and February are two windows. Hopefully we get a favorable draw where we play teams that we can beat with these rosters because when summer comes you have two windows if we qualify out of the first round of the pre-qualifiers so you got a july and august window now you know how big it would be if we could get four games with our best rosters huge it, because it, that's it, a, it would be unprecedented that's the opportunity to win four games like i was just doing the math if we win six games in these qualifiers because it's it's not out of the possibility of doing it we're pretty much going to be punching the ticket to the World Cup. This is what I'm saying. This is what everyone's been waiting on. Like, and if we punch a ticket to the World Cup, I will be there. <laughs> Where's the World Cup going to be? Philippines. They put it on that side of the world all the time. Like, yeah. man, it's far. Yeah. Hopefully, we can get like business class. I mean, it didn't help you earlier. Business class. No, no, no. But going to Philippines, it would. Yeah, I, I, you can leave my suitcase. I don't care. I really hope there's not going to be a new variant or some shit by then. Probably. Ah, Just take okay. more vaccinations. Apparently, you could you could double up. So go take that Johnson and Johnson one if you want to. Okay, here's my question about doubling up with the vaccine. Right? You know, like how first shot almost killed us. Mm-hmm. We were dying. Second shot, we were straight though. What happens with the third one? I think you might almost die. I'm so, gonna go. I'm gonna go with the almost. The, so I'm, we go I'm, back to that. I'm never going to like say it's gonna be a breeze. Because I'm, I'm thinking maybe it's only the first one where that happens, and then every show. No, after but that, Pfizer and Morden. You remember, Kari was like, "I didn't feel nothing the first shot," and then he said, "Man, the second shot was tough." So Pfizer has it in reverse. Yeah. Hmm. I I rather take my punishment. Another, another vaccine question. Sorry, this is ostensibly a basketball podcast, but we just started talking about vaccines. Can we switch up brands? 
to reinforce. Yeah. So like that's what we, I'm saying. You could double up with Brent. Ah, so yeah. we go AstraZeneca so, the first time. And you could take a Pfizer. Up, yeah, no. A little Pfizer. People have been doing it. I think the president of France did that, took AstraZeneca Just and get Pfizer. every fucking thing. That's it. At <laughs> this point, it's like, wait, just take the vaccines. Just like, get everything. Because... I was there thinking if I have a chance, because even Andrew, Trini Andrew was just like, yeah, go take the Johnson and Johnson. Like it's, and then you at least have a U.S. card if they want to start being bitches about. That's true. So then you you don't have to worry about the bullshit they tried to pull uh, yeah. with AstraZeneca. I, I did not think, well, I was too busy. I had to deal with um, like 14, 11 and 12 year olds. Fucking worse. Um, so I wasn't even thinking about vaccines, but that is actually a great idea. Yeah. So I think when I have a chance, I'll go try to take a Johnson and Johnson one. Just to, just to have it. it. Speaking of vaccines, speaking of COVID, um, we knew the Olympics have been in doubt since the pandemic started. We're going to shift gears to track and field now. I mean, I'm just glad. I don't even know how long. I'm not going to the Olympics anymore. Um, No one, no one is. I'm I'm glad about it. Chicago Richardson ain't even going. Yeah. Follow some rules, man. Follow some rules. (laughs) I mean, just follow the rules. I, I mean, you could smoke weed more discreetly I, yeah i feel uh, there's there's ways around <laughs> no it. my favorite thing is people are like you could tell she's not a weed smoker because she would have had that cleaned out of system immediately you're supposed to know i mean we somebody very near and dear to the program ran into ran afoul of this kind of rule and our first thing we said last year was oh you gotta know the game better than that though like it's not even don't do it it's you gotta, you gotta know, know better than that do you not have veterans around you and he didn't so all I know is this. Um, Should have been hanging out with Kevin Durant. Yeah, but GNC sells something that would clean get, your system get up. Get you right. Yeah. Yeah. Within a day. So I know I know what it is. Yep. Buddy once accused me of taking steroids. I don't know why I need him to write, but <laughs> I, I know what it is though. But so I mean, for our, our Olympic hopes, we know what it is. It's it's the Stevie and Shawnee show. That's it. Like that's that's what it is. That's it. The, the only, I think, and I wrote this the other day when I was doing, I had to do some independence, peaceful work, and I was like, the only drama at this point that we need to see is her chase the double. Like, yeah, well, I read that she's actually contemplating on doing it now. I just want all the cryptic bullshit around this to just be done and just either do it or don't do yeah. it. Yeah, it, it's a very simple thing. I honestly feel, this is my opinion, the 200 is going to be a tougher race for of her. Of course it is. Than, okay, there you yeah. go. So anyways, <laughs> my analysis has been blown up. We're not, even, we're not even track people, but yeah. clearly the 200 is going to be more difficult for her. Yeah, she, no. just, she just lost that. But it isn't just losing. You could, For some reason, like when she's in mid-shape form, when she's in season form, yeah. she looks good. Like She looks like she's just like tweaking. Like There's something wrong with the 200. Like It just looks different than when she was just dominating. I haven't seen one. All right, well, you're not looking closely enough. No, I mean, I haven't seen one of the races. Oh. <laughs> that, that's what I mean. I haven't seen one. Listen, anyway, we're, you, you, we're not track people. I'm just going to leave it at that. But I still have confidence she win both. I mean, I hope she does. If there's going to be any time to do it, this is the time to do it. I mean, your chief rival in the 400 just got banned. Well, we know she was well, on that Well, we knew she was cheating from the jump. Yeah, we knew she was and, on that bullshit. And you know what? It chance. wasn't just weed. It was... Look, something that had anabolic in the name. Yeah, some. But these people, it's, it's my kind of stuff. <laughs> I always say these people is literally. It's like they skip tests. Oh, they only skip the test. What's so wrong? Yo, yo, you skipping the test for a reason? <laughs> I've skipped. You skipped four of them. Like, 
What's even better, I encourage any of you listening to this to actually go look up the story of how she tried to avoid these tests because it reads like something from a Rob Schneider comedy. Like the, It's like the guys from South Park wrote this. It is that funny. Yeah. Like it was, cl- they were clearly on some bullshit. Yep. And this is this is the kind of thing. What but happens. see, this is why I have more respect for Shikari because she just did the piss test or whatever she had to do, and it is what it is. I wonder what did she think she was not gonna get caught? Yeah. Though? Which, which is, I think you know what you know what it might have been. She might have had the privilege of thinking I'm a big enough star where this gets swept under the rug. And because because. Nobody, listen, it's clear that I am going here to challenge Shelly Ann Fraser Price for Mm-mm. the throne nope. in this women's nope. 100. I am going to be the star of this U.S. team. Nope. They ain't popping me for something that's legal in several states. Yeah, no, but see, that, and that's what people have the misconception. It's not this, a U.S. rule. This ain't a U.S. rule. Yeah, it's not a U.S. rule. And this is a worldwide thing. And a lot of people get caught with yeah. weed yeah. and get suspended or whatever it is. But at the end of the day, like... Like you said, she literally went, she didn't duck out the drug test, which to me, if she would have ducked the drug test, is a bigger red flag than, yeah. than doing it. I think she thought they were sweeping under the rug yeah. by saying it's just weed, which is what I would say, but you know, I'm not in charge of it. Or she might have taken one puff and been like, hey, I took one puff, I good. Nah, I don't think so. I think she was token all the way up. That's kind of how that one went. Hey, I listen, anything that gets Shelly Ann Fraser-Price closer to happiness, I am all about yeah. that because she's my favorite ever, so... But then good. the whole thing too is I'm I'm looking at the thing and everyone and I get where everyone's coming from. Let her run, let her run because it looks good on their image. The gal broke a rule. And End also, of story. The, I, the, the the most of the people that say that don't find a big deal no, about weed. But my thing is, I understand it's stupid. Weed, yeah, it is. weed is a stupid thing. But at the end of the day, you signed up for something. And my one of my favorite quotes was like, "Yo, if I get fired from my job for weed, y'all gonna support me like this?" Hell no. <laughs> like. No, it's just... Your job's not exciting. Because she's a big enough name where people all of a sudden like, let her run, let her run. And I also think, I think it would have been different if she was already established maybe. Like, say for instance, this kind of thing happened to someone with the resume of Allison Felix or someone like that. You know what I mean? This was supposed to be her moment. She hasn't had the moment yet. Her only moment's been at trials. So you, you haven't done it on the biggest stage. And Let's be real. This part of the world, track and field, is not that big of a deal. You become a star in those Olympic years, but the years in between, people ain't checking for you like that. Nope. So I didn't even know who she was till like... Um, so this is what I'm saying. This was her chance to do that and make that kind of money and become that kind of superstar, but... Boy, she lost plenty of money. You lost Ma. a lot. Nike said he's sticking with her, though. Yeah. It's I because mean, she's young. Yeah, yeah, she's young, but still, she still lose plenty of money. She lose a lot, bro. She lost a lot. That's what hurts more. Yeah. Gold medal, that's cool and all. But. Nah, it's the endorsements coming from that. Yeah. It's the fame coming from that. But it's, she wasn't going to win gold anyways. Nah, I mean, y- yeah, you said it right. It's the silver coming from that. That yeah. would have been would, that would have been the big Exactly, because then it would have been like, Shelly Ann could be retiring. You're the next one in line. World championships Shelly coming Ann, up. Shelly Ann running forever. Boy, Shelly Ann, she's so fast. She's my favorite. Boy, she good. Shelly Ann, Frazier, Dorsey. Yeah, yeah. I'll be there. <laughs> um, do you have any insight? Okay, so another thing that because you were at nationals, I, I was still away. Do you have any insight into all of the bickering back and forth that's been going on between it's athletes and, and administration? It is stupid, or not even wait. It, there's been a lot. There's been athletes versus administration, athletes versus athletes, fans it's, versus athletes. It, well, 
some of these things are always there. I feel like some of these conversations have been the same ones that's been around since the beginning of all of it. All right, let me go out. First of all, saying Stevie don't owe y'all nothing. Why would he? L- let's just off the bat. That is it. His job is just to run his fast. job. It, it's literally his job. And like he, this is how he gets paid. He runs fast, and like, that's it. He makes more money running not for the Bahamas than he runs for the Bahamas. Yeah. End of story. Look, if y'all want to kick him off the team, Qatar would give him $40 million to go run for him. Easily. Like, it's it's that simple. He would just have to change his name to, like, Mohammed something. I think the Americans would. I don't even yeah. know if he has to go to Qatar. Well, $40 million. Well, maybe not 40 but... They'll give him a lot of money, but yeah. he'll have to change his name to, like, Mohab Abdul something. No, he... he you prob- know, they, they would have to. He'd probably just have to, like, marry one like Elaine Thompson did. Doesn't mm-hmm. work? No, no, they would because he's a man. They'll give it to him, but he just has oh. changing. Yeah, you have to change your name. Oh, okay. So he wouldn't be Stephen Gardner anymore. He'd be Muhammad Gardner Ahim or okay, whatever. Whatever. Ahmad. Give me forty million. Yeah. So, anyways, you know what's nothing. So after the race, like Stevie ran in the 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 four by four, and I'm watching the race, and it's just like I, my thing is, I feel he should have ran the first leg because the first leg is always the longer leg, whatever, right? I feel like all of them are equal. No, they're not. Okay. You could make the first leg a little longer because of the, the stagger right. and the handing off. I don't know about any Anyways, issue. strategy. That's what it is. Um, anyway, I thought I should just run the first leg because the, around the bends, he's probably better than everyone else. Like, just running on the 400 track. He is the best in the world. Everyone's just like... Vandeker. Yeah. No, he's good. Okay. But everyone's just like, all right, he ran. I, I didn't even notice anything. And I was just like, cool. The other young kids ran. See. The Russell ran. And then at the end of the day, it's just like everyone starts coming out. Um, oh, he ain't run fast enough. He ain't do this. <laughs> I love he ain't do that. Oh, I can't believe he do this type. It's like, okay, first of all, you're bitching and complaining he don't run. Listen, dog. Now, all of a sudden, he runs and y'all want to bitch and complain because he ain't run. Yo, you're not going to run a 43 every single time. I got no insight. I, I, listen, I don't have literally a horse in the race, uh, pardon the pun. But all I know about this stuff is that the internet is a vile, evil place where no happiness resides. People go on the internet to make other people unhappy. Mm -hmm. That's what this is. So when you have a lot of this hate and vitriol that comes from this stuff, whether some of it, it may start from a, a positive place, but people pile on and it, the misinformation comes out and it, always snowballs into something else and it always becomes something that it shouldn't be whether it's between like i said whether it's between stevie and fans or whether it's between athletes in the b3a or athletes themselves it's always going to be something that resorts to we're, we're going to get to a place where none of this is actually practical and it gets us nowhere i i always feel athletes have more say and i would believe athletes more when it comes to the administration side because yeah. they're not just coming off air for that. And I know that because I'm on a board and I understand how it is to have player relationships and, I'm almost and all that. I'm almost never on now, the administration when, side. When athletes start complaining about athletes, yeah, that's where I start taking the issue because it's like, bro, stop complaining and get better. End of story. Like, that's how I look at it. You talk, like, when you're bashing one of the best in the world because they didn't run a tenth faster... Why you didn't run a 10th faster? Why is... No, no, but it's true. Why is it all of a sudden his problem instead of your problem? Because everyone could have done a 10th faster 
and you qualify for an event. Yeah. Like, it, it's that simple. Don't put four tenths on this one guy because he's the best in the world. Yeah, he's the best in the world, but he's tired. But also, I mean, to take it take it away from this particular meet and this particular race, wouldn't can't you look at it and say it's a failure on the administrative level that it even had to come down to this? Oh, of course. It because the war relays, the war relays, but like, let's put it this way. And like you say, you read um the Alonzo yeah. thing, right? Uh-huh. Alonso's right when he says, if you would have put us in the world relays, we would have been Gucci. This, the time we ran would have qualified us for the Olympics. End right. of story. Yeah, 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 You're done. Then we don't have this whole debacle of these people should run faster, this and this. You have two high school kids running. It's just like, and, and don't get me wrong, the talent we have coming up is great. Like, it's something we haven't seen in a while, especially with the 400 meters, where we have, we could have a quartet again who does well. But yeah, the B. Personally, when we got rid of the, the war relays, I thought that was the biggest mistake we could have done. First of all, that was an event. It was an event. You are right about that. It was an event. <laughs> and my whole thing is just like, literally, the IAAF threw something on you and just said, we want you to gave, have this. Gave you a gift. You, exactly. Here's a tie wrapped and ready to go. Yeah, but okay, we're, we're going to keep going further up the ladder because we, we, we talked about how... Actually, having it come down to this meet was a failure at administrative level in the governing body for track and field. Well, the fact that we don't have the world relays anymore is a failure of our actual government. So, oh, yeah. the further we go up and up, the blame is going to go back to them. And I don't feel like talking about them, dudes. It's all y'all faults. It's all y'all faults. That's, that's what it is. We could have been great. Thank God John was here for these two events because uh, to give us some kind of expertise because I was completely out of the loop, but we are back. Oh, we forgot to mention, shout out to our boy, um, Keyshawn, for the traveling record, national record. That got 300,000 views on Facebook. It really did. People were really up on this stuff. You know what my favorite thing was? Everyone asking why uh, we weren't streaming the event. Oh, administration problems. Administration problems <laughs> while we were streaming the event. It's always, it's it's probably the number one, no, the number two question we get. Yeah. It's never our fault, man. You got to ask the people to cut the checks. All right. We out. Hey, y'all. This is John Cloud Jones. This is Clay Thompson of the Golden State Warriors. Yo, it's your boy, buddy. This is Jazz the Kid Chisholm. And you? Logged on to 10th Year Seniors. The 10th Year Seniors. 10th Year Seniors. You logged in with 10th Year Seniors. You dig?